You're listening to my friend's place on the BGOTLP Gainesville. One night, this other Derek appears in our bed. The real Derek is lying down next to me. Other Derek sits right up out of him. It startled me. I knew that was not Derek. And so I asked this critter, who are you? Because he clearly wanted to have sexual relations. And I said, he said, come on, I'm your husband. I said, who are you? And he had the nerve to claim to be Ahasuerus, Xerxes. Well, other Derek seriously wanted to invite me to use my free will to do something that was going to pull me away from God. So this last time, I knew he was really desperate. And I asked him again, who are you? He told me the same answer. And I said, I'm not going with you. This was an internal dialogue. Finally, I said, I've had enough in my mind. I reached up. I grabbed his face. And I said, you are a liar. And Jesus is real. And I pulled that face off. And beneath it was a reptile. And he had little creatures with him this time. He brought these little halfling creatures, and they looked like, I don't know, gargoyles. They were very reptilian as well. So beneath that face of Derek was a reptilian serpentine creature, probably similar to what was visiting the Anasazi. Wow, wow, wow.
prostitutes a ghetto? Huh? Is it growing your own lettuces in the potholes on the road? Do the locals have to eat them all if they don't sell them? I call potholes concrete meadows of the soul. What constitutes a ghetto fetish? Huh? Is it growing your own lettuces but not filling in the potholes? The local council will be getting an earful, believe me, I call their lug holes concrete bollards to the soul. We all make the same sound when we get mowed down. And there are starving children in Africa, so go send your toy guns to Bosnia. Take the money, take the money, take the money and run. Take the money, take the money, take the money and run. Take the money, take the money, take the money and run. Take the money, take the money, take the money and treat your husband right. What constitutes real change, huh? Are we even vaguely aware of where we'll terminate the views if? All offers are final, then how is it even possible For you to be both flush and completely principled Ah oh, yeah, well, I didn't do any of it for you I did it for the little boys and girls Pulling lettuce from the potholes, hosing off the engine oils Wax, apples at Christmas, next year they're sniffing glue All of a sudden I was blinded by a powerful light
this week here on WGOT LP Gainesville. Here's what you've heard in the warm-up mix this week on My Friend's Place. Leading things off, you had Teen Days with Translation. After that, it was Manchester Orchestra with Kill Timing, the alpha missed version of that song. Then it was a song from Martin Carr, who you may recognize him as the lead singer of uh, alternative indie band Boo Radley's. Uh, but this is his solo material from Martin Carr called Flames. After that, you had Yard Act with Payday. Then some ska from Oceanator Too Late featuring Jared. And um, that closes out what you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. Uh, speaking of too late, it's never too late to listen to My Friend's Place or Cramela Mix Show. Uh, just search online for Cramela, which is spelled C-R-A-M-E-L-A. I upload most episodes of Cramela Mix Show and uh, episodes of My Friend's Place about a week after they air here on WGOT. So if you're listening on the radio and you want to hear a replay or want to hear maybe a part you missed, um, you can definitely find me online by just, like I said, searching for Cramla, which is C-R-A-M-E-L-A. So um, let's get into some movie reviews this week. And I got a couple, but the first movie I'm going to review this week is a new one from Edgar Wright. And the first movie he um, has released since the excellent Sparks documentary that I reviewed earlier this year um, so last night at Soho, it's actually Edgar Wright's first attempt at horror or you know, psychological thriller, however you want to classify it. 
and it takes place partly in present-day London and then in the swinging 60s London. Uh, so the basic plot, without giving away any of the spoilers or details, is uh, the main character is a young uh, British woman, I think probably around 18 years old, and then she moves from her small town to the big city, London, to go to fashion school so she can study to become a designer. Uh, so that's kind of how that starts out. Of course, she runs into the obligatory mean girls at the school, uh, which eventually lead her to make a decision to move out of her college housing into a dilapidated um, old, we'll call it a flat since it's in London, but an apartment. And then that's kind of where the movie starts to take a turn stylistically as she begins seeing visions um, of the past, and in particular, a young woman played by Anya Taylor-Joy, who you may or may not recognize from Queen's Gambit and a lot of other kind of high-profile recent projects. Um, she kind of plays the, um, I guess, the second lead is how I would describe it in this movie. And I really liked almost everything about Last Night in Soho. So you know there's going to be a caveat coming, but uh, London looks great in this movie, and both like the present-day London and in the past 60s version of London, and like all Edgar Wright movies and projects, Last Night in Soho has a terrific soundtrack. Uh, the costumes are fantastic and wonderful as well, and pretty much from top to bottom, all the performers and the actors and actresses in the movie are also really, really strong. So here's the caveat. There was one thing for me that uh, wasn't really strong or great about Last Night in Soho, and for a lot of people, this would be kind of a deal killer. It isn't necessarily for me, uh, but my problem would be that the story, um, which is in this movie where everything is awesome and fantastic, the story is just okay. It's not bad. I wouldn't classify it as good. And that really is the problem here because, like I said, every other movie element and Last Night in Soho is terrific, but the story to me was just kind of a B-level Twilight Zone plot, uh, for lack of a better description. So I did like uh, Last Night in Soho, and I would recommend it, but I don't love enough to tell you to spend $19.95 on video demand to rent it. Um, so I would either wait for it to show up on a streaming site you already subscribed to, or wait for it to drop in price. It usually goes down to $4.99 before it starts streaming on one of the quote-unquote free sites. Uh, so, um, now I'm pretty sure everybody knows what a great actor Anya Taylor-Joy is. I mentioned uh, she's excellent again in this movie. But one of the things I learned about her is that she's also a really impressive uh, singer, too. So here is Anya Taylor's cover of Celia Black's Your my world, uh, which actually has a great scene in the movie, so enjoy. You're my world, you're every breath I take. Resting in mind Whoa. 
this side of the sun, and you're listening to my friend's place on WGOTLP Gainesville. So let's take a real quick look at what you just heard in that last half hour of music. Coming out of the break, I reviewed uh, Last Night in Soho, and from that soundtrack, you heard uh, Anya Taylor-Joy doing her cover of uh, You're My World. After that, it was Tor Lundball with Drowning. Then you heard uh, Alex Cameron, Sarah Joe. After that, a new one from uh, Smith's guitarist Johnny Marr called Sensory Street. Then another new one um, from... Uh, British metal, uh, kind of a silly band, I suppose. The Darkness with uh, Motorheart. And now you are officially called up to everything you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. So just want to do a quick reminder that uh, WGOT is a Patreon page. Really easy to find. Just go to patreon.com backslash WGOT. And for as little as $1 a month, you can subscribe and Help us basically pay our bills each and every month because, you know, it does sometimes seem like, uh, what, what am I getting from this uh, radio station? But the truth is, we are very limited in what we can do advertising-wise, so Patreon is one of the things that kind of balances out our cause. So um, definitely consider going to patreon.com, like I said again, backslash WGOT, and uh, subscribing for as little as $1 a month. We also have some really wonderful patrons uh, that subscribe on the higher end for $10 a month. So whatever you can afford, it really, really is important to uh, continuing to keep our uh, radio station going. In kind of tough times to uh, do fundraising with COVID and a few other uh, issues. But anyway, so got that uh, off my soapbox for a second. Want to do another uh, movie review earlier in the show. I reviewed Last Night in Soho, which... I did like, but I um, truthfully did not love. But regardless, I would say, yeah, watch it. Um, that's kind of the best review I can give it right now. But the next movie I'm going to review is absolutely one of the strangest movies I've probably ever seen. Which is uh, kind of saying something. Because let's just say I've seen a strange movie or two in my time. But, um... I'm going to give you the really quick uh, plot synopsis of uh, the movie that I'm talking about. Uh, it's called Titan. And Titan is a movie about a serial killer uh, with a female lead named Alexia, who also has a metal plate in her head uh, from a car accident earlier in her childhood. And um, after that, once we get going into the movie, we find out that Alexia, the serial killer, uh, becomes impregnated by a car. And yes, you do get to see this uh, vision on film as part of the movie. So after impregnated, uh, the police are looking for Lexi goes on the run and decides to impersonate a missing child. And then she goes on to live on with that boy's father, the child that she's impersonating. And, um... He's a fire chief at a fire department in Paris. So, there you go. That's your basic uh, plot synopsis for uh, Titan. And um, I know this almost sounds like a Saturday Night Live skit gone horribly wrong, but here's the thing. Titan actually kind of works, despite all the craziness that I've described. And in the second half of Titan, you really wind up with the... Super sweet, like, and deeply uh, meditative movie about, like, what is the meaning of family, 
and loss and love and trauma. And so um, really similar uh, to last night in Soho, I've got to say that Titan looks great from a cinematography uh, viewpoint and is a truly unique uh, movie, kind of like Last Night in Soho. But um, here comes a caveat. I know that Titan is going to be way too weird uh, for most people. And basically what turns out to be like a French um, take on what family really means. It's directed by, I'm sure I'm going to mess her name up, but I'm going to give it a shot, uh, Julie uh, Ducarmono, who is a um, French and uh, Belgium director and had an underground hit with the horror movie Raw. So, Titan actually also won like the Palme d'Or at Cannes, which is like the more, uh, more or less the French version of the Oscars. Um, but I think we can all agree that the uh, French cinema is very different uh, from the American one. So, um, while the reviews of Titan are uh, fairly divisive, I will say there is one thing that we should all be able to agree on, and that is the fact that Titan has an incredible soundtrack. In fact, the soundtrack is so good, I'm actually going to play uh, two different songs from that soundtrack. And first, you're going to hear one from one of my personal favorite bands, it's The Kills, Doing It To Death.
I couldn't catch you for before What was that you said? What was that you said? Nothing hurts this much But I've seen the way That bodies lie And bodies tend to break I'm 
shining behind the dark clouds You came and lift me up when the sky was falling down You're the reason why I love again Again Ready for commit fully such a great feeling Always been a good you just never had a reason to Cycle down like the morning dew But a reason to love I found in you Everything about you so right, so right Capture me out like a thief in the night Love is a risk but essential to life My best friend is my wife Baby You're the silver lining behind this dark cloud when the sky was falling down You're the reason why I love again Again Hold on for me tight, baby girl, don't leg up Put your leg up, right this up She said me gusta, es up Me say si, bueno Promise to match your energy I got the love you need You're a gift from God Even the blind can see Baby, you're the silver lining behind this dark cloud You came and lift me up when the sky was falling down You're the reason why I love again
enough at least There are strange forces in the air Only time can unleash In a way I still believe with Tend the Garden. You heard it last week, so this will be two weeks in a row you've heard it on My Friend's Place. Hope you enjoy the song as much as I do. And let's do a rundown of what you heard um, before we do a little bit of news this week. Uh, leading things off, actually you heard a pair of songs off the Titan soundtrack, Titan, a movie that I reviewed in the prior segment, one of the weirdest, strangest movies um, you'll probably ever see. So I, I know that probably eliminates at least half the people from ever checking it out. But, hey, for the other half, if you 
looking for something truly, truly unique and something really interesting, definitely give it a try. You still may hate it, but you might also love it. But uh, from that soundtrack, which is indisputable, is a great soundtrack. You had the kills doing it to death, and then a Future Islands with Lighthouse. After that, new music from the KVB, Unbound. Then it was Yeji and Oik. I believe that's how you pronounce the name. Uh, that song title, though, is Year to Year. Then a little bit of reggae from Jesse Royal, Silver Lining. And then another song you heard uh, last week as well, here on My Friend's Place. New one from K. Trinata, Be Careful, featuring Thundercat. So, um, that gets you officially caught up to all the awesome music you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. Alright, this week I'm going to introduce a brand new news segment here on My Friend's Place called What's Up With That News. So here we go, story number one this week. Uh, this is from Euronews.com, and according to their website, a woman was convicted for using a joke website to try to have her ex-husband whacked. So here's what happened. A woman in the United States has been convicted for using rentahitman.com to try and have her former husband killed. So she did not realize, obviously, that this was a fake website. Um, she used a fake name. But she gave other information that identified her, including um, her email address, age, and relation to the target, target name, and the address where the target could be found. The owner of rentahitman.com uh, passes the information on to the police once he was uh, pretty sure that Wine was serious about her request. Then an undercover detective arranged a meeting with Wine, which was under surveillance. At the meeting, the police said she repeatedly told the detective she wanted to have her ex-husband murdered. She gave his details and handed over a down payment for the hit, after which she was arrested. So, um, there you go. Apparently, rentahitman.com is not a good website for finding a hitman to murder someone that you may or may not love anymore. So, what's up with that? Story number two going to into the technology realm, and this is from CNBC.com. El Salvador plans to create a Bitcoin city and raise $1 billion via a Bitcoin bond. So here's what's happening, according to CNBC.com. El Salvador plans to construct a Bitcoin city near a volcano that will be funded by the cryptocurrency uh, the country's president announced on Saturday. The city will have residential and commercial areas, services, entertainments, restaurants, airport, and no taxes other than a value-added tax. So how are they going to pay for it? Well, El Salvador also plans to raise about $1 billion via Bitcoin bond in partnership with Blockstream, a digital assets infrastructure company. So there you go. Bitcoin City uh, coming very soon at the base of a volcano. One of the best places probably to build a city in El Salvador. So, what's up with that? All right, last story this week on what's up with that news. Uh, it's a little bit of an older story, so you may have already heard of it. It's also a semi-local story. So, um, happened down in Daytona Beach a couple weeks ago. Uh, brass against singer Sofia Urista pulls down her pants and pees on fans' face during Welcome to Rockville Festival. So this is from the U.S. Sun site. According to their information, the lead singer of a rock band was captured on video pulling down her pants and peeing on a fan's face during a concert in Florida. I can confirm this as I have seen the video. Uh, Sophia Urista, the front woman of 
brass against shock crowds with the display at the Welcome to Rockville Festival in Daytona. So here's what happened. She was in the middle of performing a cover of a Rage Against the Machine's Wake Up when a male fan was invited up on stage. Um, it's not really clear if the fan knew what was about to happen, but he does lay on, lie down on the floor and with what looks like a can on his head as Eurista unbuttons and, and uh, uses the restroom right over his face. Uh, it was captured on video. Like I've said, I, I've seen it before, so I can verify that this is mostly <laughs> how I interpreted it. And uh, there were people that were just right a couple feet away from the incident. So after she urinates on the man on stage, he gets up and he spewed some of the urine in the direction of the audience. So, what's up with that? All right, that's been what's up with that news for uh, this week here on My Friend's Place. Let's get into some more new music. And here's new music from the Ills, The Magic. Not your cup of tea Believe it or not Not everyone loves me 
talking about how we would always have each other's backs Then along the fence that we put up with our friends We got into some trouble along the way We got things inside our heads We rely on too many projectors to display You, you, you
getting pretty close to the end of my friend's place here on WGOT LP Gainesville. If you're listening live on the radio, please consider staying tuned for Fred Sauter's trip, um, which happens uh, Thursday right after my friend's place. Or if you're listening Friday afternoon, stay tuned for H.R. Gertner and Red Pony Music Hour. Or maybe you're listening to the uh, replay on Sunday. Afterwards, definitely check out Departure with uh, Marcus Alexander. Uh, if you like my friend's place, and I think there's a probably a pretty good uh, possibility you will like those shows coming up here on WGOT. Also, a reminder, WGOT has a Patreon page. Really easy to find. Just go to patreon.com backslash WGOT. And please consider subscribing for as little as $1 a month or maybe more if you can afford it. Um, Also, we are streaming online in case you're listening to my podcast or maybe you're listening to the radio version. There's all kinds of different ways to listen to WGOT and my friend's place. If you want to listen to the WGOT stream, it's really easy to find. Uh, That is available at WGOT.org. Look for the tab over on the right-hand corner. Click on it, and you can listen to my program as well as some of the other programs I mentioned and all the other awesome programming that WGOT has to offer, free and commercial-free, as a matter of fact. So um, my back is, once again, up to the wall here on... uh, well, it should be a Thursday if you're listening live, but uh, I'm actually in my studio, and it's not really Thursday. If I want to pull the curtain back a little bit, uh, regardless, um, definitely getting close to the end of the show, so I'm about to turn things over to the next host. Um, but before I do so, I do want to uh, wish everyone really happy holidays. Mine have been excellent. The weather's been perfect. Uh, just coming out of Thanksgiving, and you just could not ask uh, for a more beautiful time here in Gainesville. And uh, really looking forward to the coming weeks as we head uh, towards the Christmas break. Not sure really yet whether I'm going to do a Christmas special like I did my Thanksgiving and Halloween specials. But um, I may or may not. I'm sure uh, some of the other show hosts are planning on doing one. So it uh, should be kind of a very holiday feel happening around here at WGOT. Uh, speaking of holidays, I do kind of have a semi um, holiday song, I suppose. It's a new one, actually, from uh, the lead singer of Pearl Jam. You might have heard of him before. His name is uh, Eddie Vedder, and he's got a song called The Habs, and I bring this up because uh, during this holiday season, it's quite evident that there are, at least in America right now, there are people that kind of seem to have everything they could ever want, everything they could ever need, and then we have some have-nots that um, really probably could use some help. Uh, around the holiday time. So I thought this song would be really appropriate uh, coming out of Thanksgiving and heading into the Christmas holiday. It is a new one, like I said, from Eddie Vedder. It's called The Haves, and um, definitely I listen to the message that he's trying to get across here in the song. And I will be back same time, same channel next week. Thanks as always for tuning in to My Friend's Place. Something it But we've got 